Now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding take pleasure in presenting the CBS Radio Network. Bob, we've had about 12 applications for substitutes for you. That's so? And uh, we're going to bring them up one by one, maybe this towards the end of this week. Well, this is getting towards the end of it now. We're in the middle of it. Halfway through. Uh, maybe next week, huh? Mm-hmm. We could uh, put it on Maybe instead of having an old-timer next week, we could have some uh, new talent. I think that would be a good idea. Because I, I shouldn't do. be working along alone with, with no uh, fill-in available. No, because that puts a mental burden on you that I don't have. Mm-hmm. I know that, uh, that Dennis Howard is always in the wings, ready to step out and fill in for me. Uh, you don't have that security. Yeah. You want I me to answer that, this, uh, or? All right, sure. Uh, hello, Bob and Ray show. Long distance for Ray. Long distance for you, Ray. All right. Hello. Hello. Yes. Ray? Yeah. This is Kent Lyle Birdley, Ray. Oh, hello, Kent. I'm calling from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Gee, it sounds like you're just around the corner. It's as clear as a bell. I guess Bob told you I... Reversed the charges, didn't he? No, but uh, that's all right. Uh, we don't mind. Just wanted to let you know I got here safely. Did you uh, fly out, Kent? Or, yes, yeah. I did. Well, wonderful. Uh, I'm glad to know that you're home safely. Say hello to the family, and uh, we've had wonderful reaction to your week here with us. The mail has been very encouraging. Say, I wonder if you could uh, send me some oh, transcriptions oh. of the week uh, I was on. I thought I might use them for audition purposes. Well, I'm sure we could uh, get something. How do you want them? Do you want a tape or transcription? I guess you have the old tape. Type, what, huh? What's that? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get you a transcription. Wonderful, and a third. Right. Do you want a lateral or vertical cut, Kent? Well, whatever's easier for you boys back there in New York. Well, I have to check with the say, Ray. Uh, yeah, Kent. I want to thank you very much for the little uh, donation you gave me and. Uh, uh-huh. To let you know, I'll send it back to you just as soon as is humanly possible. Uh, well, how are you uh, making ends meet right now, Kent? Well, uh, so far I haven't uh, uh, gone over to the station yet. I'm going to chat with them over there. Uh-huh. Take over the transcriptions as soon as they come in. I see. Well, okay, we'll go to work on that and get them right out to you. I uh, met one of the fellers from the station uh, just as soon as I got here, and he told me he thought my voice was a little bit too low for uh, radio, but he'd be glad to listen. Gee, I don't think so. I think you have a, a, a nice... Uh, well, I said speech. I'd had uh, a cold, uh-huh. and that an announcer couldn't uh, announce with a nasty cold. No, no. But uh, that uh, Look, I'd like uh, to Ken, I know that uh, this is, uh, you've got a lot to say, but it is uh, long distance. Right, I just want you to know that I appreciate all you fellas. Ah, then what else? What do he say? Uh, ah, he's crazy. <laughs> he's nuts. I think it's time Ray, for I our... just want you to know. He'd go on and on and on, you know. I think actually what he wants is plenty more fish immediately. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time for our February, no, for our... Uh, January Award to the Good Neighbor of the Month. We have a particularly lovely lady 
Bob, you sounded just like Kent Lyle Birdley right then, a little bit, you know. Who's 74 years young this coming month, and who hails from Upper Smash, Pennsylvania, and whose letter from a friend of hers was chosen, nominating her as the good neighbor. And I'd like to present the uh, lady who's known as everybody's grandmother there in Upper Smash, Pennsylvania, Miss Miss Matilda Springbark of Flendon. Uh, Miss uh, Matilda, would you come in and tell us a little story? I'd like to call you Miss Matilda, if I may, because your last name is a little bit too long. Right into this microphone. I am pleased to be here as the Good Neighbor Award winner for the month. Of January. Of, uh... January. January, our first Good Neighbor Award winner of the year 1960. And would you tell us just what it was you did to earn the respect and the uh, thanks of your neighbors there in Pennsylvania? Oh, uh, Miss Matilda? Oh, I'm sorry, I was dozing. Yes. Now, uh, yes, well, I was sitting in my front room looking out towards the neighbor's house... And it was a cold, blustery day. And I saw this big truck pull up in front of their house. I knew my neighbors had gone away for two weeks. Oh, they visit. told you they were going away on a visit somewhere. Gone away to visit. More or less left you to look after their property for them. No. No, no. They just told me they were going away. So I saw this big truck pull up and these two men... Uh, forced the front door with uh, a tool. They were breaking into the house of your neighbors? I would uh, say that, yes. And, and you immediately went to your to telephone. They out the radio sets and their furniture, and they were bringing out all these one things and another, and I thought this is a terrible thing. Uh, to do when I saw them come out with this wonderful paperweight that they had cherished. In other words, they had removed practically all of the belongings from your neighbor's house. You had seen them do it, with some plan in mind, of course, to stop them, when you saw them come out of the house with a paperweight. I went to the door and I called to them, You! You! I said, Man! Man! I said, Please don't take that paperweight that cherish it. I said, I'll make you something hot to drink if you don't. And so they said, I said, you couldn't get two dollars for that. And it was, it, it meant more to them in memories than it did in, in financial uh, value. My neighbors, uh, not to these men. To the neighbors, so yes. So the men said, all right then, old lady. Uh, we won't, we won't take the paperweight, but... You better make that good and hot when we come over. So I gave him a hot drink and macaroons. And so you, being the good neighbor that you are, afforded the house robbers the chance to return the most cherished item of your neighbors, thus winning their thanks and their everlasting gratitude. At Matilda Springbark of Flendon. What did the neighbors say when they got home? Thank you very much, they said, for helping us save that paperweight. Well, we want to thank you very much for coming here all the way from your home in Pennsylvania. We hope your stay has been pleasant. We want you to have this Bob and Ray orchid. 
to wear for the remainder of your visit here in New York City. That little orchid. And a certificate good for a pop-up toaster at discount rates at your nearest appliance store. Well, Thank you very much, Aunt Matilda. Pop-up toast. Good Neighbor Award winner for the month of January. I can't even eat toast. Gangs. Thank you very much. Say, isn't that Stuart Irwin coming through the swinging doors over there? Or is it? Or is it? No, I guess not. No. All right. Say... Why don't we give the uh, stool? It is stool, Irwin, but not right now, please. A little later. Sure looks like, huh? All right, we'll sit down there. Say, uh, why don't we give the CBS Radio Program Department a, a treat right here, Bob? Well, you mean like a preview of one of their upcoming shows? Uh, probably give them a big charge if we did. I know we're going to kick out of hearing the name on the air, CBS. Total apathy, anyway. Yeah. This Sunday, friends, CBS Radio's suspense. There's a real chiller diller in store for you. Oh, come on. Where do you get that chiller diller? Well, that's the name of the mystery. It's all about a psychiatrist who's trapped in a belfry with a whole bunch of bats. <laughs> Does that sound kind of, well, uh, improbable to you folks? Well, don't miss Suspense, one of CBS Radio's Sunday night lineup of top mystery and adventure dramas. Uh, what's the show going to be about? They didn't say. They didn't tell me. They didn't this say. I think we're going out to the home of our... Winter Olympics now, aren't we? Yes, so. To Squaw Valley, that is, where things are currently underway. And to Wally Baloo, our broadcasting buddy. We hope he's uh, sold this uh, time. I mean, Adi Scrimmerhorn can get out and sell. I wonder if Wally's had any luck. Well, one thing, sure, the Finley Quality Network isn't handling this. I checked on it's that this morning. It's with, uh, with us. Okay, Wally Baloo. Come in, please, in Squaw Valley, California. Meet her slalom, and uh, now we're going to chat with uh, Sven Ostersvay, who is here to take part in the uh, men's distance ski jumping. Sven, uh, have you tried out this uh, ski jump, which is looks pretty fast today? Well, it's all right. Uh, I don't know what I might try to go down on it there with the skis. I, I saw you in the tryouts making a few uh, trial runs down there. Well, and, I uh, was fall down. I was hurt there. My hip and my back. So I'm chicken now. I don't know as I go no more on that. Well, uh, once you start down the uh, the long slope there, there isn't much you could do, is the there? The price of fame is the sore back. I don't need that. Lincoln, What's that? Lincoln Barris. Yes. Uh, as I say, once you start down there, there's no way of turning back, is there? There's, you have to keep going right through the thing. No, you can't. Once you leave the top there, it's pretty much you've got to go through with it because you are going down on it, the hill. What do you think of uh, I... when you leave the... Excuse me, go ahead. Uh... You go ahead and ask me. Uh, I have difficulty listening to you. I don't know your language too good. What do you think of when you come off that jump and you're headed to the thin air, hundreds of feet uh, above the crowd? Well, I always think that I wish I had not left the top. That's the first thought I have. And then the next one is I hope I reach the bottom in the one piece I should be there. Uh-huh. And then in the hospital, I always think about it. Again, about what I will do. Well, we want to wish you all the luck in the world, and we'll be looking forward to seeing whether you can break the uh, record of the ski jump, and we'll be right down there in back of the ambulance if uh, you're looking for us. 
I don't think I'll go. I'm too chicken on it. And so this is Wally Ballou returning you now to New York. So, before we get a call from somebody at the U.N., that was one of the actors on the program doing a New England accent. And I was right here. You're not trying to say anybody was chicken out there at all. Meet star Stuart Irwin. Nothing's worse for an actor than a nasty cold. To feel better quickly, I take wonderful four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve cold distress. Right. Tests of all the leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting. Four-way starts in minutes to relieve muscular pains, headache, reduce fever, calm upset stomach, also overcomes irregularity. Take my advice. For your next cold, take four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve those cold miseries. Four-way, only 29 cents. Our program will continue in a moment after a word about another fine product of Grove Laboratory. Do we get rid of, uh, we get rid of embarrassing dandruff in three minutes? Change to Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Three minutes with Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep unsightly dandruff away forever. Apply Fitch before wetting hair. Rub in one minute. Add water and lather one minute. Then rinse one minute. Every trace of dandruff goes down the drain. Three minutes with Fitch and embarrassing dandruff's gone. At the same time, Fitch can brighten hair up to 35%. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today. Ole, ole, we only have about 30 seconds left. We didn't have a chance to talk much with you, but we'll try to arrange that tomorrow we, we can get to those memories you've been bringing back of old radio days. Well, Bob, I've been racking my brain here during your program, and I think I can come up with some wonderful memories for your your listening All right, your well listeners. You'll be here right on time tomorrow and we'll we'll devote as much time as you need to your memories. And we'll have a word of greetings for you in just ten seconds. Until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Only five more days to the premiere of the new daytime Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney show on the CBS radio network. And KCBS AM-FM San Francisco. <laughs>